those are two of my favorite things. It's just, it is like the only candy bar my grandfather would eat. Like, that's the kind of candy bar. <laughs> yeah, she also carries Werther's in her purse. <laughs> hey, I love me good Werther's. I love Werther's. She just grabbed a bag of Werther's right now. Like, was holding it in her actual hand. <laughs> I love Werther's. Werther's are fantastic. Werther's are great. I, I'm not going to make fun of you for liking Werther's. Anyways, welcome to Monster Pod, a pod about monsters and Canadian candies. Uh, <laughs> I'm Emily. I am the keeper of monsters, keeper of secrets, keeper of amazing titles, and um, lover of coffee crisp. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Travis, who plays Buddy Norman. I remembered it this time. He's your friendly neighborhood Bigfoot, and he might actually know that he's a Bigfoot soon. And what's your favorite candy bar? <laughs> Usually, like Kit Kat's the best. <laughs> Well, my name is Sarah. Uh, I play Thomason. She is the spooky. And you guys are making me regret not grabbing Girl Scout cookies when we were on our break. Because <laughs> now I'm trapped here. Without but Sarah's cookies. favorite candy bar and Girl Scout cookie. Let's just mix that in. <laughs> uh, the Girl Scout cookies, the Caramel Delights, 100%. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did try the Adventurefuls. This is the new like salted caramel brownie ones that they had. Damn. Damn. Um, they're okay. They would be better if they were chewy and they're not chewy, which oh, is okay. kind of like what you would expect from kind of like a brownie salted caramel. I do like a brownie crisp though. Like the yeah. thin. Yeah. I mean, there's, they're very good cookies. I would recommend <laughs> you buy them. Um, they just would be better if they were chewy. They have a s'more kind. I haven't seen any Girl Scouts though. I might have to use the app. <laughs> yeah. I just ordered... I think one of my coworkers' daughters sells them, and she ah. like plugged the link, and I was like, "Sure, done." It's mean. It's mean that you're having this conversation because you know we only have two kinds, and I don't actually. But you who only are you? have two kinds. We only who have- are you? Who do you play? And then we'll talk about cookies. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Sadie. Uh, I play Jimmy. He is slightly more charming now, just just slightly, like an inch more charming. Like like, would you say about one point more charming? One point more, just charming. a little bit. Canada does not have Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> we have Girl Guide cookies, and we only have technically there are three kinds, but the two of them come in the same box. So you have the um, vanilla and chocolate sandwich cookies, and then you have like like a fudgio kind of vibe. Um, and That's then a we- Canadian thing, but okay. <laughs> Like, a, like an Oreo? Like an Oreo, but everything is chocolate. Oh, uh, okay. okay. You don't have fudges? Okay, no, I digress. Um, <laughs> but we also have like a mint cookie, so it's like a, a crispy cookie, like mint flavored cookie with like a little... So like a thin mint? Oh, a thin mint? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's a thin mint, but we have like a little like peppermint patty slice on top. Oh, yeah, your thin mints are slightly different than our thin mints. Yeah. They're more like thick mints. I'm almost <laughs> sure that we have had this conversation. Before. We have 100% had this conversation. I currently have a box in the freezer right now because we can just order them and they just are shipped to your home. Um, so when we last left you guys, you were in the floating city of Atlantis. Um, having arrived. <laughs> I finished my and soda. Yes, that is a beer in case anybody is wondering. It is not. It's not. It's a sparkling drink with lemonade and uh, tea in it. It's like a. It's like an Arnold Palmer, but if an Arnold Palmer is too uh, yeah. intense for you, and you wanted that to be cut with like fifty percent seltzer water. <laughs> I'm on my like third vodka soda, so no one can judge. <gasps> drinking Jesus. water, five <laughs> percent. It's like drinking flavored water. Uh, God, bachelorette party is going to be great. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Yes, so you're in Atlantis. Um, 
you arrived pretty much at the exact same time that the source of their power and the thing that keeps Atlantis in the air, uh, Poseidon's trident, was stolen. Um, you have since convinced the two detectives on the case, Irene and Hector. Um, it was not you. Yes, you received a mysterious package at the police station containing an appetizer from a restaurant uh, in the nicer part of town, a can of air freshener, and a toy trident. As you headed towards the restaurant, it exploded. So far, you have found three bodies. Jimmy has a point of origin, and Buddy has stepped on something that made a fart sound. <laughs> and it was definitely not Buddy who did the fart. No, it was not. And that's where we're picking Buddy up. Buddy claims all of his farts. So you guys have this blown-out restaurant, um, and, uh, I don't know, do your job. <laughs> Well, Buddy has uh, two questions to ask for the investigate a mystery. Okay. So, uh, hoping to get a deeper answer than there was a explosion, what happened here? (laughs) Leading the witness. (laughs) (laughs) There was an explosion. Um, Can I see, like, an origin point? Are you going to look into the thing that you stepped on? I investigated a mystery! Yes! (laughs) Is this about the thing that you stepped on or the scene in general? Because when we left off on the last episode, you had just stepped on something. Well, I guess I'm looking at my feet. So. Okay. When you look down at your feet, you see a, a whoopee cushion that is kind of charred around the edges. So it's a whoopsie cushion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I pick it up. It's a it's a whoopee cushion. Um, it smells of, of singed rubber. And uh, maybe a little bit of, like, uh, lighter fluid. Someone create a bomb out of a whoopee cushion. That's a very interesting <laughs> engineered bomb. I'm beginning to think that this entire mystery revolves around, like, a 14-year-old boy. I just... <laughs> I mean... Nope. We already did teens, and it was too scary. <laughs> okay, how far away from the, like, because I know that the... It's mostly coming from, like, that eight or nine cedar mm-hmm. table. How far away is that from where he found the whoopee cushion? Um, since the table was, like, pretty sturdy, like, it splintered and, and whatnot, but it didn't, like, get, get moved too far, as far as you can tell. It didn't, like, flip the table or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as you can tell, it was facing, like, with the short side parallel to the window about... Like, where you could comfortably slide your chair out and sit down, but it was pretty close to the window as, like, a, you know, selling point of that. So, like, five or six feet from the window. That's where the whoopee cushion is, or that's where the t- table is? That's where the table is. Oh, okay. I meant, like, how far away from the wo- the table is the whoopee cushion. Oh, um, <laughs> let's see. The table was about five or six feet from the window. Mm-hmm. Whoopee cushion was about eight feet from the window, so... You know, three to 15. four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out, like, if the whoopee cushion is the thing that started the explosion and the explosion was around that table. Can I, like, go over to the table? Sorry, buddy, are you done? I don't think you're done. I think you had another question. Oh, yeah, I haven't decided what I want to use the other question for yet. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Jimmy, you can go inside. Um, once you go inside, you'll have to roll me investigate a mystery again. Yeah. Nine. Okay. Yeah, you get one quest. One question? One mm-hmm. question. Um... I don't have to use the, like, regular monster questions, correct? No, you don't have to phrase it. I mean, if there's something that's kind of in the same ballpark, but they're very limiting questions. 
for the type of investigating you're doing. Like, is there like a where, not like a what happened, but like where did like where did it come from? Almost like where did the explosion come from? As I guess the way I'm wanting to phrase that. Okay. Mm, maybe the what is being concealed here? Yeah. Sure. Too. Okay. Um, so the standard questions are kind of limited. You don't get mm. to ask the fun questions until you make it an advanced move. True. <laughs> I guess I said the short side of the table was parallel to the window, but mm-hmm. the long side is. So, yeah, it's like running parallel to the window, the long side. So there's the two seats, like one on either end and then three on each side. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Jimmy, you, for some reason, have knowledge of, like, you've studied arson. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they teach it was in one of the of books things. he read. Yeah, they and teach, explosions, and they teach you lots of things in the in the, the sect. So you are able to trace the origin of the explosion to where theoretically, like one of the short ends of the table, like where the head of the table would sit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's kind of where the the burn marks are the the freshest, and um, there's a body nearby, but you can tell based on soot marks on the ceiling that the person sitting there was shot directly upward and hit the ceiling and then fell back down. Yikes. Shit. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I'm very much enjoying, like, CSI Jimmy in my head. Is <laughs> <laughs> so one of you wearing sunglasses? Probably, like, yellow-tinted sunglasses. <laughs> Just to be extra fucking ridiculous. Okay. So that person that shot up into the ceiling is most likely the person that was the target not actually asking the question just like phrasing it out loud to the group (laughs) that actually would be a good segue into what i would like to do which (laughs) is uh thomas would like to use the site to communicate with any spirits that might be uh still lingering around i forgot you could do that (laughs) i know i forgot i could do that too (laughs) the best part is she sounds so angry Well, I was trying to find the CSI Miami theme song so I could go, I guess you could say that guy liked it well done, and then the CSI Miami theme. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I roll Investigate a Mystery. Do I add plus weird to that? I believe that you use plus weird instead of... Um, um, We're going to say I do. When you're using that specific power. In which case, that is a 10. Nice. Shit. Okay. (laughs) Good news, everybody. I've solved the mystery, and it is whatever Emily says next. (laughs) All right, so Thomas and you enter the restaurant, and your Tommy sense is tingling. <laughs> you have a, a Thomas and tingle. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Thomas and tingle. And you see a man dressed very in a very nice, um, like formal ish toga, standing. It has a bow tie in the in the center of the uh, the restaurant, kind of looking down at one of the charred bodies and he looks very disappointed <laughs> that's fair that's a reasonable uh reaction he only got to eat the appetizers the main dish was never brought up <laughs> thomason is going to give him a little wave because this is never not weird and awkward he looks up and like kind of does the who me like he's surprised that <laughs> <laughs> you can see him yeah sorry you you might have figured this out already you're dead um he points to the top of his head which is smoking slightly he's like i i gathered that much (laughs) yeah sorry stone cold bummer (laughs) excellent bedside manner (laughs) what i mean i mean i think we figured out what has happened 
um, <laughs> obviously, and she gestures to like the room. Uh, what were you guys doing in here before the bomb went off? Who were you meeting with? Uh, we were having a celebratory dinner um, over my retirement as the board chairman of the Atlantean uh, Theater Trust. That sounds like you had a very distinguished career. At the uh, ATT. <laughs> yes, the ATT. Did you, did you notice anything strange or suspicious? Was anything off? No, we had, had been seated and I, I was the last to arrive. And I, I went to, to take my seat at the head of the, the table so we could order. And um, then I remember a lot of a very loud sounds and hitting the ceiling. And then everything just kind of goes black. Yikes. Sorry, dude. Uh, gosh, do you can you think of anyone who might have targeted you for any reason? Do you have any enemies or people that just don't like you? I mean, no one in Atlantis is an enemy of the arts. Um, <laughs> I can't really think of anyone. Everyone's got a nemesis. <laughs> no, I can't really My think of anyone who would, who would do this. No one who would want you dead? No one who would want to cause destruction to the people here? I ran a performing arts theater. Like, we put on plays. It wasn't, it wasn't in, like, a, a business where one makes enemies. You're telling me there wasn't one jealous actor who got screwed <laughs> over for a part. Not that I'm openly aware of. He's one of the higher up guys. He doesn't see anything unless it's biting him in the face. <laughs> no one who lost money on one of your productions? Nothing? No, actually, the last performance that we put on was very, very well received. We had to add four weeks of performances just to keep up with the demand. What was the play? Frozen the Musical? <laughs> um, no, it was, a, it was a comedy piece. Uh, oh, it was Hamilton. <laughs> no, that one went for longer than four weeks. <laughs> it was a comedy piece, a uh, rap musical. <laughs> oh, God. You wanted it. Um, <laughs> uh, called Hermes's Folly. Uh, very well received, like I said. Comedy, you said. Oh, man. Yes. What kind of what kind of comedy? Like dark comedy or like Ace Ventura? Why are you making me make up <laughs> details about this play? <laughs> it took you so it long. It could tie into the mystery. <laughs> um, no, it was just about uh, an inept god who was trying to perform his duties and a lot of slapstick comedy in there. You sure you didn't anger a god with that? Because that would suck. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a line into the lives of the gods, so if one was offended, I how would I know? Well, your restaurant blow up, I presume. <laughs> oh, I don't own the restaurant. We were just... Well, the restaurant you were in. They have a really good flatbread here? No, this restaurant here. actually has a policy that uh, when you eat there, you own it. It's not an Olive Garden. <laughs> no, it's it's different than... Uh, when At Olive Garden, you're family. <laughs> when you're here, you're the owner. <laughs> I should have called it Olive and Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that could be in the uh, the more middle class district. It's true. It's a chain. Yeah. <laughs> well, sorry that you're dead. I will let you go into uh, whatever afterlife is waiting for you. And then she kind of waves her hands at him. And I assume nothing happens Nothing to happens. Him. There's no light. There's nothing. <laughs> You just I've, give them permission and nothing happens. 
I'm, because I'm, she's I'm, not in control of that. Well, yeah. But I would imagine she is going to spend the rest of the episode completely ignoring that ghost. <laughs> just following her around. Even if that ghost is screaming the answer to the mystery, she's just not going to acknowledge it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go stand over there now. <laughs> she turns around and leaves. <laughs> and then... Uh, Shares this information with Buddy and Jimmy. Oh, you shared information. <laughs> that's gross. This yeah, is probably that's a nothing. Huge character but... growth moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm very. Proud I don't know if this is important, but uh, there's no doubt exactly <laughs> what happened. Buddy offers the joint to the ghost. <laughs> you can't. It's see still him. wet somehow. You can't see him. <laughs> well, yeah, but he just holds it up in a direction, vaguely ghostwardly. Nothing happens. <laughs> He's not there. It. Don't worry about it. It's fine. All right. Oh my god. Okay, so are we looking for like angry theater people? I I don't know if we have enough information to know if this was targeted towards anyone in particular, or if it's I don't know, some like joker like random chaos. I'm gonna use my last uh question to do a where did it go trying to find any signs of what could have left the uh whoopee cushion. Ah. Um Everyone's kind of, like, bustling around, like, trying to, you know, clear stuff out. Um, as far as you could tell, the only uh, people in the restaurant were the, the seven that um, were sitting at that main table. And um, so waitstaff. And the waitstaff is, for the most part, fine. So it's very kind of, like, centered on that table. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see um, a, a very handsome man, which is very specifically called out in my notes, and I'm not entirely sure why. <laughs> And he is dressed in, like, a black toga with a white apron. He he works there. And he's kind of walking between where that table was and the door back to the kitchen, like, frowning, brow furrowed. I don't know why he's played by Ryan Reynolds in my head. That seems like a really big pull for a side character. <laughs> <laughs> he is the handsomest person. It's objectively true. We also were having a discussion about Deadpool, so I assume that that's where that came from. It's entirely possible. I think I was thinking of Chris Pine when I wrote this, but it's Ryan Reynolds now, so. <laughs> so are we following the handsome man? Just following him as he paces back between the kitchen and the table, silently. Like, just... that guy is what I'm seeing as the connection between, like, where the whoopee, like, what, what? Yeah. Yeah. I go talk to him. Okay. Um, yeah, he stops and, and looks up at this giant, giant hand man in the cargo shorts. And go, you dropped this. Um. He and I measure his reaction to that. Holds it, and it's like, I've never seen this before in my in my life. I mean, I've seen a whoopee cushion, but, like, <laughs> not this. I don't know why this... Why are you handing me this? Are you with the police? Or the peacekeepers? God damn it. We don't have police in Atlantis. <laughs> no cops! <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't put it on the chair? Like, you thought it would be a funny joke? Like, make the guy fart? I like my job here. I would prefer to... To keep it. You can like your job and like farts. <laughs> Where did you find this? On the chair. Oh, no, I'm not on the chair. On the on street. The, on the street. Next to the dead guy. I tripped on him and then I a, stepped on a, a fart. A dead guy. Next to a dead guy. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, there's probably many dead guys. There's seven. Yeah. Well, dead men and women. This is an equal opportunity um, board that runs this. <laughs> Atlantean theater, whatever the fuck I said. Trust. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I didn't put this anywhere. Have you guys seen a, a, a woman anywhere around? I mean, not just a generic woman. That's, that's insane. I point at Thomason. Thomason raises her hand. 
I, Travis and I are beginning to mind meld. This is dangerous. Um, no, she she was has about six feet tall, uh, dark hair, um, short short white chitin situation. I, I saw her in the kitchen, and I had never seen her before. And then she left the kitchen and came out here. And then a few minutes later, it exploded. I just was she Did like she look like someone who appreciates fart noises. I mean, that's Did really she look like a waiter or a cook or like was no, she, she dressed? As... She wasn't wearing the uniform. Hmm. Well, I thought, that's probably good information to go on. I thought maybe it was a a patron that that got lost, but she was coming from the the kitchen, and we generally don't see a lot of customers back there. Buddy, uh, does the kitchen look like it was bloated? No. Oh, Buddy is going She's towards the like. Oh God. <laughs> well, we've lost Buddy. <laughs> Buddy is going to look for <laughs> signs of a lady while aimlessly eating everything in sight. Well, yes, I can roll to see how much of everything I eat in sight. Seven again. <laughs> um, so you basically find like one of those big plastic tubs that they put prepped ingredients in with like a ladle, but you're just have like the tub of like some sort of like that olive tapenade that was at the appetizer and just the ladle and you're just eating it like cereal. Yeah, uh, but there's no sign of a woman back there. Just a couple. I mean, there there's a chef who's a, who's a woman, but like doesn't need the. <laughs> she's wearing the hat and everything, so not not who um, this man was describing. I come out with a mouthful of olives, just just for back there. <laughs> but didn't he just say that she like left the? No, she walked through the kitchen into the dining room, and then the explosion happened a few minutes later. But he says that he will double check and goes back into the kitchen. I'm misunderstanding. Roll again, I guess. <laughs> oh, there it is. My first failed roll. Ah. That's a six, which also means I level up. Do you find, like, the industrial bag of pita? I guess they don't make it on site, which is probably not something they're proud of. But you just have that under one arm, and then your your tapenade in the other, so you can do your situation. And when I come out of the kitchen, I look exactly like normal buddy. I level up, so I got a new ability. But I, I look exactly like normal buddy, and then I'm going to go back into the kitchen again, and I come out, and I look exactly like Bigfoot Ooh. buddy. What ability did you get? Shapeshifter. I can now choose between uh, my Bigfoot and buddy forms, because I have now realized that I am the Budfoot. You you ate so much pita that you had, like, yeah. a personal revelation? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What were you like, man, I wish my stomach was bigger so I could hold more pita. And then you turned into Budfoot. And then I ate all the pita and my stomach was bigger. And I turned back into Buddy. And I turned back into Bigfoot. And I turned back into Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, also when I am in my Bigfoot form and I investigate a mystery, if there's something that can be uh, like assisted by Bigfoot form. So I'm guessing mainly smell and smell and tall things. In hiding, Bigfoot's supposed to be very good at hiding. I don't know how that would help with investigating a mystery. He's but He's not good at hiding. We have so <laughs> many pictures of him. <laughs> Do we, though? But I get a plus one when I'm in Bigfoot and can use Bigfoot senses. That's fun. Sadie, we're not angering the Bigfoot people but on this podcast, But it's just so much too. fun. I can't handle it with this one. <laughs> they just get so angry. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Buddy's been kidnapping people from national parks. <laughs> uh, it was Buddy all along. 
Gothi's still on his vision quest where he's sailing around the world in a sailboat. It's actually that Buddy accidentally kind of made a cult. Like, it's not really a cult, but, like, these people just kind of find Buddy, and then they start, like, kind of, like, oh, like, having that, like, like cult leader worship thing with him, but he doesn't realize it. He just thinks they're all cool dudes who want to smoke weed. Anyways. So he doesn't know it, but he is, in fact, a cult leader. <laughs> so Buddy has turned a local <laughs> hacky sack club into a, a cult. Um, Accidentally, yeah. He's at least not going to murder them all. All right. And so he's not stealing their money. There's no, as long as he's not having <laughs> sex with everybody, too. That's another big cult thing. It uh, it's very much a big cult thing. I don't really know what cults do. We'll talk about it later. Um, do you guys want to <laughs> do anything else? The woman is not there. <laughs> we'll tell you when you're older, Travis. <laughs> so the woman's not there. Well, can we put out some sort of bolo for this lady in the toga? We are not law enforcement. Uh, yeah, if you want to go talk to your, your new um, peacekeeper buddies who are... You know, interviewing spy standards and, and stuff. Yeah, I say, let's drag along that waiter guy since he's the one who actually saw her and can maybe give a more accurate description of she was tall and <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys haul him over to uh, Hector and yeah, just gonna, what do you do? Uh, well, they are the police, so wait for them to solve the crime, I guess. <laughs> We're n- we're never getting out of here then. <laughs> Hector looks him up and down and says, "Yeah, we we just interviewed this guy. He saw a lady. I mean, we'll keep an eye out for her, but she's not currently here. So, that's why I'm saying, fourteen year old boy." <laughs> <laughs> I swear to fucking God, Emily, if this is clowns, I'm I'm quitting the podcast. Why would I ever do that? I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. I s- <laughs> you just did a whole episode on the Sandown Clown for Afternoonified. Against my will. I Yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> I've already done a clown in this one. Did we? Yeah, when you were in that room with all of the stuff in the uh, puzzle house. Oh, I blocked that out like a PTSD oh, yeah. situation. The escape room? Yeah. Yeah, there was an evil fucking I don't clown. Remember a clown at all. Yeah, there was that room with all of the stuff in it and whichever one you picked up first was what you had and to it fight. It was a fucking clown. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wait, I do remember this now. That was a dick. It was. I remember being very angry. I gave you. At least you. you didn't pick up the big inflatable dick first. We <laughs> <laughs> need to find the big big inflatable penis. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the lady has been acknowledged by the police. Um, They'll keep an eye out for her, but, you know. Great. Now what? I don't know. You're the players. <laughs> I already said, let's wait for the police to solve the crime. No, and we've already decided that that doesn't work. And there's no cops here. That's true. The peacekeepers. <laughs> um. Okay. There's a bunch of John Cena's rolling around? Those are peacemakers, and they work in a different department. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he also doesn't <laughs> exist in this. This is a different dimension. Somewhere there's just a guy whose name is Jesus Christ, and he... Uh, his name is Jesus, and he works in the kitchen, please. <laughs> and he wonders why everybody says his name when they're angry. <laughs> um. So, the woman is not here. The They're putting out a bolo-ish type activity for her. We can't find anything mm-hmm. else in this room. I guess we haven't really looked anywhere else in this room. Um, there's, like, nobody else that we can... There's no, like, bystanders or anything that we can talk to. 
I mean, there are bystanders. There are the people that were on the street when the explosion Nobody happened. Else, like, in the um, there, there are the people in the kitchen. There's Jesus, <laughs> and I assume some sort of suit chef and um, a waitress. Sous chef. <laughs> he just cooks up the, the waitress. Was the waitress in the like dining room when that happened? Uh, yeah, she got knocked against the wall, so she's a little singed. Mm. And there's no there's no video okay. surveillance in Atlanta. I'm assuming. Um, no. They got Avengers phones, but they don't have CCTV. <laughs> Why would they have it in an upscale restaurant? Money? Because those are the people who are usually the most paranoid. I don't know. It's a different society, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they made crime illegal, so... Oh. <laughs> oh! That's how you do it. That's the fix. They did the Sweden You need to make crime illegal. Why have we never thought of this? Yeah, they, uh, uh, like, you know, 50, 60 years back, they introduced the Demolition Man Clause. (laughs) (laughs) I assume they have a purge day at least once a year. (laughs) You mean my absolute worst nightmare? Yeah. Okay, I guess. I just feel like we're missing something. (laughs) We usually are. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. Um, So far, our main clues are singed whoopee cushion and suspicious lady? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking there has to be a reason that we were given, like, like, somebody wanted us here, right? Yeah, I mean, we were lured here. Maybe not necessarily to kill us, but someone wanted us to notice. Does the does the Ryan Reynolds-looking guy, um, like, do they use the little tie, the tie, toy trident here as, like, a sandwich holder together situation? No. <laughs> do they use that yeah. air freshener? No. <laughs> Have we showed the trident to anyone and like asked them if they're familiar with it, if they know where it might? Uh, Buddy from? absolutely handed that to the two cop people who first found us. Like, here's the trident, Beck. Yeah, um, <laughs> and they were like, "No, it's we found a bit it bigger, a little bit bigger." I think Emily said it's like a like a gift shop sort of situation. Yeah, like a souvenir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Buddy was like, "Oh shit, we found it. Dope. Mystery solved. Let's go back home and smoke some weed." But have we asked if anyone like recognizes like, oh yeah, they sell these at the science museum. I mean you can ask any any of the people, I guess. Are you just gonna I'm gonna ask Irene that. Oh, um she says, yeah, it's they sell those at the, the gift shop at the, the, the temple where the trident is kept. Just frustrated. I mean, do we go back to the temple and snoop around there a little bit see if we can find any suspicious tall ladies or i mean other yeah i was gonna say other than like walking around the city and looking for this tall lady i am at a loss i also want to come back to the fucking banana peel situation because i feel like it's very joke oriented do you know what i mean like well and the box that had the appetizer and the air freshener and the trident was delivered by hand to the police station by three children in a jacket like oh yeah three children in a trench coat (laughs) that was the uh description given yes so i just i feel like i mean our enemy might be it might be three small children the teens were too terrifying and so now we have to i mean creepy kids (laughs) are always worse so irene is you know kind of trying to coordinate stuff but she says um i mean if there's nothing else you guys need to look around at like don't leave town um you're involved in this i just don't know how but they're if you, you head down to the the sixth and seventh levels, that's where most of the, the hotels um are. I mean there's some up here, but they're very classy. Uh but if you head down there, you can get a room. Um What is the currency here? <laughs> I'm assuming not loose Cheetos or nugs of weed, which is yeah, what Buddy has on him. 
she says, oh, right. Um, and then she, I guess her, her like, toga has pockets. Um, <laughs> she pulls out a wallet and then, like, a metal card and says, um, just have them run this. It's It'll charge it to the, the police the or the peacekeepers. The peacekeepers. <laughs> it just don't do anything crazy. It's, it's the company card. Okay, um, we're immediately going Whoa. shopping. Again? <laughs> I am in a sheet. Buddy heard that there's a restaurant called Olive and Garden that has an unlimited <laughs> pasta bowl. Uh, and he realized that he can look, become a big Look, I can't go around interviewing will. people like this. I look ridiculous. <laughs> it's very entertaining for the rest of us. It is to the benefit of the peacekeepers. If I the last look. time we let you go shopping, you got the most ridiculous fucking dress that I'm sure caused most of the money that we had. Like I just <laughs> no, but it's not oh yeah, our buddy money like set up that whole like weed racket and like made like a shit ton of money and we spent it all on clothes. It was less of a racket and more that you just sold weed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were infinitely. being drug dealers. Interdimensional drug dealers. There's something there. He was a bud tender. Please. <laughs> Maybe that's what I left the uh, the rats doing when we left. They just they you were running the my weed up operations with an infinite nug situation. Yeah, they're running my weed operation in that town. All right, so buddy is starting a a drug empire, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> an interdimensional drug empire. Real fucking Pablo Escobar over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we go find a place to stay at least like oh okay um yeah you guys managed to find a hotel it's you know it's nice but it's not like blow your mind great um it's like a hilton garden inn or something like that yeah like a marriott (laughs) you go shopping thomason you pick out a reasonably roll roll plus cool what's my worst (laughs) one well that's a five again. <laughs> Hilarious. Damn, we can't even help to make that work. <laughs> you find just like a standard. Wait, unless we, if we both help out, we might be able to get you like Seven. Uh, an acceptable thing. Let's see. Does Buddy have fashion sense? No. Plus cool. Yeah. Nine. Uh, oh, it's plus cool? Oh, oh wait, yeah, No, 12. you guys are doing help, help out. Yeah. So your role would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is plus cool. Yeah, okay. Yep, I got a 12. Buddy is as cool as it gets. So, <laughs> it's... You guys enter a, a department store. Um, I would assume, like, the Athene- or the uh, Atlantean equivalent of a Target. And, Thomason, you pull a bunch of stuff off the racks and take it into the dressing room, and you do one of those montages where you come out in various uh, stupid outfits, and uh, Buddy and... Jimmy just kind of look at him like shake their head. <laughs> and then just to make it end, we give her the thumbs up on the last one. <laughs> yes. So finally she comes out in it's a very very standard uh hmm. Hold on. I need to can't leave this to, to my brain. Okay, I'm opening random color generator. <laughs> I mean, if she's the one picking things out, everything she would have picked would have been black. Well, the random color that came up is called Signal Black, and it's like a charcoal gray. <laughs> so, perfect. <laughs> um, you come out in a... Granted, it's kind of more like a, a polyester, uh, so it doesn't like hang quite as right, and it's not as breathable, but like a charcoal gray, basically a little black dress, and 
uh, but there's of, hmm. but I no longer have chip clips is the only thing between me and flashing the entire city of Atlantis. <laughs> yes. Um I mean you could wear your old clothes under it. You just have wet jeans. Um <laughs> Thomas and, doesn't wear jeans. <laughs> yeah, it has like a standard leather belt and you found some like knee-high lace-up sandals that are probably not great for like running in, but they look nice. Hey, if Wonder Woman can do it, so can I. Hers were made for athletics. These are basically just like a piece of leather with some strings that you like wrap around your foot enough so it doesn't fall off. Anyway, Thomason has new clothes. Um, I'm glad shopping and wardrobe has become like a fixture now of every episode we're in. Yes. And then you guys head to the Olive and Garden uh, buddy roll. <laughs> uh, roll plus weird. Wow. With my plus three to weird, I got a six. Uh, Buddy's having an off day. He only eats six bowls of soup. (laughs) So after, you know, a good dinner of unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks, and a a shopping montage, you guys head back to your rooms. And um, Jimmy, in your room, uh, you see in the middle of the bed is lying another plain brown box. I open it. Uh, when you open it, it triggers a small eh, music box-esque uh, oh, sheen shit. that begins playing a heavy bass, like, dance club music song. Some music? Yes. <laughs> like some EDM? Like Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. And next to it, you also see a can of mixed nuts and one leather sandal. Fuck is that? Don't open it. It's got snakes inside. <laughs> uh, there is a can of mixed nuts. I have to roll action. You're not pressure. there, are you? No, you're not there. Jimmy is alone in his room. Well, that's good. Because <laughs> them would have been opened. <laughs> can I open the mixed nuts away from me? Because I know what this is. <laughs> roll act under pressure. That is a 13. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, you point it away from you and peel back the plastic lid, and to absolutely no one, I guess, surprise, out springs a, like, three-foot-long cloth snake. It's dark green, it's it's a fake snake. I was thinking it was going to be, like, an 18-foot-long, like... I assumed it was going to be, like, a real snake, yeah. I. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> what? I don't trust it to not eventually turn into one. <laughs> Is there anything on the sandal, like a brand name or anything? Nike. <laughs> it's a Nike brand. It's an air herc. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just a very sturdy um, leather sandal. There's some gold detailing on it. Can worn leather sandal. It's like the world's worst riddle. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Can I, like, just check out the room to make sure there's nobody in the room that's going to jump out and attack me? Roll investigate a mystery. Uh, eight. Okay. Yeah, there's no one there. I feel the need to, like, go to the other rooms to see what else they got. <laughs> okay. Um, neither of the other two had anything no in their room. <sighs> Do you show them yeah. what you got? Anybody okay. recognize the... Buddy asked for some peanuts. No peanuts. I'm sorry, dude. You ate them all, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there like a yellow pages situation in Atlantis that we could look for a joke shop? 
Um, there's like the little guidebook that you get in hotels that like lets you know about the fun stuff that you little, can like, do around the hotel. Guide things. Yeah, little, like pamphlets. I just feel like somebody has to be buying all these things, right? I mean, who's to say? You, who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> You're the sayer. Uh, investigate a mystery on the uh, tourism uh, binder well, thing. Good. That's a whole four. Okay, yeah. You see, like, a list of shops. None of them stick out to you. There's also restaurants uh, and entertainment. <sighs> or maybe the pamphlet you picked up, uh, Buddy got to it first, so it's just, like, huge circles <laughs> around the restaurant thing, and if there was usable information on it, it's all blocked yeah, off that's now. probably more likely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anybody... I just, like, wrote my notes on what to try at all those individual spots. Can anybody piece together a can of, like, a mixed nuts, an EDM music box, and a leather sandal and what that might be? <laughs> no. No? I was trying to think of something funny, and I gotta tell you, I got nothing. Yeah. I mean, someone is definitely fucking with us. I think that is clear. Why, also, why just me? Why us in general? You're the main characters. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we literally just got here. How does anyone know about I mean, I'm us? assuming that there was somebody there when we first got here. And then, I mean, we've drawn attention to ourselves by being, you know, us. Whoever stole the trident maybe saw maybe. us. I mean, you know, a jeep materializing this out of thin This is just bringing is probably... attention to them. Yeah. Maybe they want attention to be brought to them. Maybe there's some sort of, like, rebel group who... I don't know what you would get from this, but you know, maybe it's maybe it's another god that is just a pain in the ass. Which one is the biggest pain in the ass? Um, huh? me and well, <laughs> all of them. Is there a Greek version of Loki? This is actually something Jimmy might know. So um... yeah, I was just gonna say I've got. I was just looking at my like I've got. I mean, it's dark past, but I feel like it'll come. It'll work. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely something that, like, if Jimmy does studies and stuff, um, you can roll plus yeah, sharp. The, the the dark past thing, it just doesn't tell me what... Oh, roll plus weird. Come on. Eleven. Okay, um, so you know that, uh, Jimmy, in, in Greek mythology, there isn't, like, a specific trickster god, but there is... Uh, Hermes, who is his kind of filling that role, but like he's usually a pretty chill dude. Is there though? Is there any that play animosity between Hermes. Hermes and Poseidon? Not canonically. I would say more likely there's uh, something between Hermes and the people of Atlantia with that play that was making fun of Hermes. <gasps> oh is shit! There, is you're there right. Like a Hermes folly, a god type character. That would actually be three children, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, not that I'm aware of, not that Jimmy's aware of, because I keep just thinking of pain and panic. I mean, if it is, if it is another god we're dealing with, I mean, they can maybe physically turn into anything, or maybe like it's some sort of projection, or I don't know. I'm making shit up as I go along. Um, <laughs> But we might not be dealing with real people or people who are under the influence of Is there Hermes. anything in that, like, tourist guidebook about the Hermes folly since it's been running for so long? Um, under entertainment, uh, the the playhouse where they put it on is, is listed Playhouse Theater. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's listed... The under like current performances, the the play in question is not is not running, but you recognize it as the one that the board of directors was doing. It's up on the uh, 
13th level, the 12th level. Sorry. Just go to there. I was going to say, do you want to go see a play? I could see a play. They're not running the play. The people who are. (laughs) Okay. I just, I feel like it's our only like lead at this point. And there could be a props master who would have all this crap as well. Hello, my theater degree is coming in handy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, see Sadie's theater kit is coming out. Are um, you guys make it up to the 13th or Thomas and did you have? No, I was going to say, let's go. Okay. I got nothing else. Buddy puts in a request to have a quick three hour stop at the uh, Olive and Garden. You just came from there. Well, yeah, but. They didn't give you an unlimited pasta pass. <laughs> but it's been 20 minutes, Emily. Yeah, but I do have uh, what is Buddy's idea of an unlimited money supply with that uh, the charge card. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> No, you guys head up to the the thirteen uh, the twelfth level. Um, I mean that you know you have maps available. It's a pretty easy to navigate city. Everything is built on like a spoke situation, and you you make it there and it's closed. Um, but you could see like some people in you know doing like maintenance that kind of thing. It's it's closed, but people yeah. are in there. Um, I think and that would be a really good time for Buddy to make new friends because he's really good at that. <laughs> Buddy is the most charming of all of us. <laughs> Not sure how you'd go about that. I just don't know Buddy's uh, game plan for yeah. going in there. Um, I mean, knock on the door and wave. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a a woman comes to the door and like opens it a crack, and she says, "I'm I'm sorry, we aren't having any performances tonight in light of the uh, the incident with our our board of directors." Uh, yeah, that's what we're investigating. Um, how how can I I help you? I mean, I'm just a stage manager here, but I I think I know just a stage manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! She doesn't. Sorry. Continue. I was going to say I'm just a stage manager here, but I think I know pretty much everything that goes on. Have you seen this whoopee cushion? It might be actually a whoopsie cushion, and not much of a whoopee cushion. I am just imagining Buddy holding up, like, a hand-drawn, like, wanted poster with a picture <laughs> of the whoopee cushion. But that whoopee cushion is actually also in his pocket, but yes, <laughs> he is holding up a hand-drawn picture. Yeah, Buddy's not great at the chain of command <laughs> with evidence. <laughs> I haven't seen that one specifically. We might have some backstage. It's not being used in our current production, but... We, we actually were wondering about the current production and, like, you know, just the general overall tone of it i guess like is it you know mean to hermes in any way um <laughs> i hate that you guys are making me think of so much i don't know why you're ever surprised <laughs> I mean, give us a piece of information that we aren't just gonna run with it you i didn't you purposely not plan a lot because we ruined it anyway so really yeah. this is on you <laughs> um well i mean the play centers uh, around hermes he is a sympathetic character but he does. There are a lot of of mishaps, uh, slapstick comedy, physical comedy, if you will. Is there a music box in this show? Um, no. Is there a can of snakes? Um, guys, doesn't can of mixed nuts? No. Uh, no. Does this leather sandal look familiar to you as a piece of costume? It does look like the ones that we uh we have for our our Hermes character, but um, it doesn't have the the wings uh sewn to the side but it's the same it's the same brand and style where'd you get it a shoe 
shop. It's part of our costume. I mean, not this one, but it's a pretty common brand. Nikes? <laughs> Eric's? <laughs> uh, no, they're actually Yeezys. <laughs> <laughs> but it's spelled in a Greek way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Yeezesis makes them. Um, he's on the the eighth level. <laughs> I just, I just Yeezeclees would have been a good one. Freshener. Oh yeah, just got the thing with the air freshener at the restaurant because it was a fart. So you clear it up with the air freshener. That occurred to me too. I was hoping you would have like an actual revelation. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to solve well, a puzzle I mean, and it's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can see if the shoe guy saw anything, but I don't, I don't know if that's going to be very fruitful for Probably us. Probably not. Um, the the theater trust, do they run out of the theater or do they have another office somewhere? Um, no, their office is above is above the uh, the theater. Um, I mean, it wasn't a really like office heavy situation. It was mostly just a group of very wealthy patrons, honestly, who uh, got together and, and funded most of our performances. You know everything. Is there any drama between anyone on that trust board? No, not that I'm aware of. I mean, the the chairman is retiring, but I think that was his own choice. Well, he was. believe retired permanently as his new situation. <laughs> who was going to take over? Uh, who was going to? Yeah, I was going to say, who's going to replace him? Um, well, it was going to. No, it was going to be one of our other board members, but we're kind of um, up in the up in the air as it is. Um, oh, so they're they're dead, too. Sorry. Yes, uh, it was a a seven member board, and they were all out at that dinner. Was there any runner up to take that seventh seat? Like a new person coming in? Uh, we we hadn't posted anything, or okay. we weren't really hiring for for that position. It just really feels like it's connected to this show somehow because they were the, like the target. I don't think you're wrong. I think we are dealing with Hermes. I also think we need to find out. Who and I think he's going to take Atlantis down yeah. as a funny joke, <laughs> which <laughs> she says and then turns to this fourth stage winner. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, we're gonna try and make that not happen. You guys turn out perfectly yeah. fine. Wink. <laughs> uh, can we like look around the office just just for fun, just for to see if there's anything? I'm just trying to find something that will move us forward. It, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know what's up there, and I, I'm going to have to say, if you want to do that, I'm going to need some sort of, like, official paperwork to, to do that. Well, we are friends with Hector and Irene. Uh, that doesn't really do anything for me, but... <laughs> I'm just a great Congrats to you guys and Hector and Irene! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, two seconds away from murder boarding this shit. I just... <laughs> So I do want to check in with Hector and Irene because I want to know who the person was that got in the accident with the banana peels because maybe they are also connected to the show in some way. Oh, that's a good idea. And yeah, and then also it would not hurt to run the props by them because they might have insight otherwise. You guys going to go back to the police station? Yep, let's okay. do that. Uh, so you guys uh, find your way back down. Uh, to the police station, and as it happens, as you are approaching the front door, Hector and Irene are speed walking out towards their car again. Wow! And as the, you're doing like a Aaron Sorkin walk and run or wa- run and talk, uh, and Irene says, uh, "We've had a very strange report from a nightclub on level five uh, that we are going to go investigate now." Um, she's never ending this day, so 
they are like, are you, do you want to come with us? This might be something Absolutely. that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. You guys get loaded back up in the car. You guys head down uh, to the fifth level, park outside a nightclub, which I can't describe one from the outside. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure it looks like a nondescript warehouse. Yeah. It's, it just looks like, you know, a, a windowless. <laughs> A windowless box. Windowless, yeah, windowless box. It's an old <laughs> warehouse, and they blacked out all the windows, and there's rave lights inside. Oh, and you hear just a constant is it like the same music <laughs> as what was in the. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! The EDM music box. Fuck. So you guys burst through the front door, and you enter like a very palatial, trendy nightclub. Like there's cages scattered around for you know dancing purposes and there's a roped off second floor with a balcony that overlooks the dance floor and like a half circular stone bar on the far left side um and then booths along the other side dj booth up front but more than anything you notice in the center of the dance floor coiled up is a dark green snake of indeterminate length um you can tell it's it's bigger than Buddy <laughs> and has a general circumference of about eh, three feet, like its individual, you know, roundness. He's a thick boy. Uh, but there is a much thicker part near the middle of the coil that's vaguely man-sized. Um, it's not actively terrorizing anyone. It's just kind of vibing to the dance music. Digesting, I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah, it also doesn't see you. You're looking at the back of it. Jesus Christ. Buddy points at the snake and says, Hey, it's not cool to eat people! (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, then he's going to turn into uh, Bigfoot real quick. The snake hears this and turns around and lets out a hiss. I'm mostly just annoyed because I left my flamethrower in the Jeep. Well, that might have barbecued the man inside the snake. True, good point. I like how you think the man inside the snake is still could alive. Be, could be a Jonah could be. situation. Snakes slowly digest their food. It's most likely suffocated by now. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, they usually don't eat people alive, though. They usually, like, constrict and suffocate them and then eat them. Uh, so the snake starts to uncoil and keeps uncoiling and uncoiling and uncoiling until all 14 feet of it are spread across the dance floor. Thomas and it just <laughs> leaves. She just wanders. <laughs> and it begins to slither towards you. Buddy doesn't see her leaving cuz he actually ran in to do a fight. What's Buddy gonna do? Uh punch a snake in the face. <laughs> Roll kicks the <some> ass. <laughs> yeah, that's about how I expect a, a punch from Buddy to go. Uh I do add weird to it, so my five becomes an eight. <laughs> okay, so you run to punch the snake in the face as the snake is opening its mouth. So as a result, you hit it in the roof of the mouth and deal two harm, but it also closes its mouth around you, and you take two harm in chomp damage. <laughs> so the snake is now mad because you've punched it in the roof of the mouth. <laughs> And it is going to lunge towards Buddy. And I'm going to give you an act under pressure roll for dodging. Ooh, I got 
a 12, but uh, my two uh, mastered moves are manipulate someone and act under pressure. So with an act under pressure on a super perfect roll, I get to add something extra to uh, whatever's happening to me. Okay, so you dodge this snake and cause it to ram its head into the wall behind <laughs> you. Can I say my extra thing is, uh, while my hand was up in its uh, face, I tickled the back of its throat to trigger its gag reflex and it spits up the person? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a reach. That was, that was a lot. <laughs> That's not how that works. I mean, points yes. for creativity. <laughs> I will give you, you inflict one harm on the snake as it smacks its head on the wall behind you. And now it's dizzy. All right. Does it have a little like cartoon bird spinning around its head? <laughs> Stars, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, so the snake is temporarily stunned and Buddy is out of the way. I only have my little baton sword, so I guess that's what I gotta use. Um, I'm just double checking them out. Is Thomason just outside? Thomason left. Thomason she I, she left, unless someone, like, stopped her or is gonna go get her. She's gone. <laughs> Jimmy probably at least tried to grab her arm. Uh, roll... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have both of you roll and add plus charm. Actually, Thomason, you're gonna do plus tough. (laughs) But I'm not in the room. No, this is as you're leaving because Jimmy said that he was gonna try to grab your arm as you left. So we're doing (laughs) a thing that I'm making up right now. Plus tough, plus tough. Mm -hmm. That's my worst one. It was charm for me, so. Oh, shit. Nine? I got an eight. Yeah, uh, Jimmy, you get a grab on her, but she pulls away and she is out the door. <laughs> this is her first feat of strength yeah, ever. Her, her will to get away from this is stronger than my will to keep her here. Um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna try and stab it because <laughs> that's all I got right now. Okay. I was gonna try to heal myself. Okay, um, we're gonna do Jimmy stab and then we'll deal with the healing. That is only an eight. My telescoping just does two harm on the, on a success. Well, the snake is definitely not looking great as you um, stab it. Where, where are you trying to stab it? Probably, like, up through the jaw situation. <laughs> like a, a basilisk yeah. thing? Okay. So you, you um, stab it through the mouth, and you deal those two harm, and it does not look good. But when it does that, um, its tail kind of snaked around. And it smacks you with its tail and sends you flying into the wall for to harm. Okay. Uh, so, buddy, you're healing. Yeah, using my unquenchable vitality power. You mean your vape pen? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I just smoke weed to, to, to heal. Uh, which I did a fantastic job at healing. That's another 12. So I get uh, both of my harm is gone. All right. Uh, Jimmy, you're kind of dazed from being whipped into the wall. Thomason, you hear Jimmy yell from outside. <laughs> I assume that does nothing for him. Okay. <laughs> I mean, of course he's going to be yelling. He's fighting a giant snake, and that is why I left. <laughs> Assuming that most people are kind of in their uh, way of, like, running out the door. There's no one else in there right oh, now. Oh, there's no one? I was just going to say, buddy looks around to see if there's anybody who no. needs saving. No, there were some people outside on the sidewalk when you, you got there, but there's no one else in there. It's just oh. you and the snake. Well, then I think buddy's going to have to punch a snake again. Uh, roll kick some ass. Uh, ten. Okay, um, so where are you punching the snake? Uh, face part of its head. Okay, so... Maybe, like, bop it right on the nose? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, let's say that Jimmy left his sword Probably in the snake. Probably slammed against the wall. 
And buddy, you reach up and punch the hilt of the sword so it just kind of cleanly goes through the roof of its mouth. Mm. Um, dealing the final blow, at which case the snake, like, has its mouth wide open, it's doing the, like, waving around, like, death throws thing before it hits the ground, making the room shake a little bit. But the snake is is decidedly dead. Well, that was fun. We got the snake! <laughs> Thomason hears the big thud and, like, sticks her head back in. <laughs> Thank you for being zero help at all. Would you get in here? <laughs> Uh, it sounds like you guys did just fucking fine we without me. have investigated to do, you pain in my ass. Get in here. <laughs> she does come back in, but she, like, is giving the snake a very wide berth. <laughs> um, yeah, the snake is just kind of laid out, um, not coiled up anymore. But, yeah, it's it's dead. I mean, I hate the fact that this is the first thought that comes to mind, but uh, should we cut the snake see, open and see who it eats? See if it, that person is missing a sh- Oh, yeah. You're going to cut the snake open? Uh, Jimmy, give me a... I guess it would technically be kick some ass to see if you can yoink your sword out of the roof of the snake's mouth. <laughs> um, that was double sixes, so I feel like probably. Yeah, if it, it comes out cleanly. Um, it's cool it's, as hell. It's not even nice. dirty. Nice. <laughs> And uh, give me another, uh, I guess it's a kick some ass roll to cut the snake open. Uh, that one was only an eight. Um, it You kind of have to hack a little bit. Like, it doesn't, your sword is not quite sharp enough to, like, really get through the snake too well. But you somehow manage, and the body of a a man in a in a toga uh rolls out and yeah he is blue mm-hmm. is he missing a shoot mm-hmm. nope <laughs> it's the fucking shoot can we get in a witness or hector and irene or someone who can identify him um yeah actually the sound of the snake falling apart and the subsequent squishy noises of everything that <laughs> followed um <laughs> has has called a uh a woman um out from the like the back room behind the bar where she was hiding and she's wearing you know like black clothes it looks like she's probably a bartender there um she has a little name tag on and she's like oh shit it's chris (laughs) chris yeah he was our new bouncer um he was the only other one here when when it happened and who are you what did you this is kind of our job it's weird um did you see what happened before the snake appeared, I guess? Well, we were getting ready to open for the night, and I grabbed a can of, of mixed nuts to, to open to put out, you know, put put nuts on the bar, um, which in the COVID times just sounds awful. <laughs> it was always awful. Let's be very clear. <laughs> I opened the, the, a fresh can to put out, and then it, the can felt like it exploded, and the next thing I knew, there was a snake and I ran and hid in the back room and I had assumed Chris was going to like try to fight it. But, um, yeah, that's deeply upsetting. Yeah. He was like, this was only like his third day. He had, he'd been acting before this. And I guess the roles just weren't coming in like they used to. What was his last role? Um, he was an understudy for Hermes in a fucker. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I assume Thomason has just walked out of the place with her hands in the air. <laughs> it was great because you like turned away when you said that, so it sounded like you just walked away. And that's where we're gonna end the episode. <laughs> Please end it on the mother. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yep. So we will be we back with the rest of the story. This is going to be a long one, I think. Um, you guys took a big fucking detour <laughs> in the <laughs> chain of events. <laughs> it's been. I, I say thought, the fact that the first two episodes are both at least an hour and a half. <laughs> I thought you guys were just going to tell the peacekeepers immediately about the suspicious package in your room, but you really just took that into your own hands and <laughs> well, we got to investigate for ourselves. <laughs> and since when has Johnny law ever helped us? Yeah. Yeah. So you have some dead rich people, a dead actor and an angry God. Pretty sure. Yeah. Who might hide us three kids out. in a trench coat. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out the, like the point of all of the things. Like I get the, like, snake in the edm music box now but i still don't understand this. we need to find out about the banana man <laughs> <laughs> there's always money in the banana man <laughs> <laughs> do you know the banana man <laughs> the banana man yes i know the banana man who <laughs> lives in Drury lane well she is married to the banana man. <laughs> oh, God. I hate this show. <laughs> we should probably do our episode ending things. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> While Emily's sending that, uh, we will post a picture on our Instagram of the banana man. Uh, and you can find that at MonsterPodRPG. You can find us on Twitter there, too. And you can wow, that was just <laughs> exemplary display of the English language. I am blown there away. So many words, and most of them are in the right order. Hello, and I am all podcast, Sarah. <laughs> wow, that's an inside afternoonified joke. Sorry. <laughs> Travis, hi. <laughs> you can find us at the internet <laughs> god have you all had a stroke <laughs> please finish this episode at monsterpod.monster I'm Sadie <laughs> and thanks to Lisa for our cover art you can find her at Lisa Spiller on Patreon.com. Thank you to Gumball for our theme song. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, and we will maybe see you in two weeks. We may I think we killed we Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do. A podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.